What's up after buzzers? Michaela's dad is trying to be in her life, but she is not having it. Frank is in bed at home. Connor finally confronts his mom, and Annalise wants to fight against the Castillos. You are watching the AfterBuzz TV after show for How to Get Away with Murder, Season 6, Episode 6, right now. I'm Maria Menounos, and I you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Sometimes I'd be like, is this new? Wait, wait, wait. We have to wait till the beat drop. It's that beat drop. It's awkward. We Hi love it. What's up, everybody? Thank y'all so much for joining us for a special Halloween themed episode of How to Get Away with Murder. We're wearing very scary costumes, obviously. <laughs> real, real spooky. We try real hard. Uh, thank y'all so much for joining us. We have the chat up over here, of course, joined by my ladies tonight. It's a girl's night. Girl's this night. is ladies' night. And I'm feeling right, cause this is ladies' night. And Ryan's here. Oh, what a night. Yes! Look at all the face right there. I'm on iTunes soon. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Uh, joined by my lovely Elena Fenelon. Hi, friends. Okay, Mrs. Fire tonight. I am fire. You guys can't see, so later make sure you tune in for my social handle, and I will make sure to post a picture. And she is literal fire. I am lit. Okay. Flames. <laughs> we got Jamie Gray over here as Miss Velma. Hi, Jamie. Looking also fire. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait, she couldn't see. She said. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> and then, you know, my pink Power Ranger onesie. Yes. So this is called a lazy um, decor. Cute. I like it, though. I it's like nice. it. It's, it's great. We always love the pink Power Ranger. I know. She's the best. She is. She's amazing. Um, we have so much good stuff for y'all tonight coming up. Of course, um, so much to talk about. We also have our news and gossip segment, as well as Keating's Best, and, of course, some predictions, since we only have a few episodes until the mid-season finale, so make sure you stay tuned for all of that. Um, what did y'all think about the episode overall? Who chow? Right? I mean, I, I I wish I had been here last week as well. I missed you guys. We you guys held you. it down, didn't we they? They held it down. Um, but yeah, from last week's episode transitioning to this episode, we're kind of seeing more about Frank. I feel like he's hiding something. Yeah. Everybody's lying to each other this episode, from Bonnie to Frank to Annalise, and finding out exactly you know um, who she was getting money from and who she's taking money from. You mm-hmm. know, as far as Solomon, it's just a whole bunch of things going on, and I'm really excited, especially to find out what's going to go on with Asher, more about Solomon and Vic, and then also just Tegan and Cora. Cora all of a sudden kind of just became like this character. She confused me so much. Yes, but it's like, I don't know whether to love it, hate it. So overall, love the episode. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not loving it necessarily. Like, okay, and this is why. So last last week we were on this high because it was so incredible, right. and I think that tonight's episode was just super intense. Like you felt the tension between everyone, and it comes down to like everyone lying on each other and et cetera, et cetera. So we saw a lot of it unra- like it was being unraveled. Yeah, but I still don't know what to think or where to go. And and. Good job to the showrunners. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. So I'm not, like, hating on it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But just as a viewer, I want to know more. As we all, we want the answers. And I wish we could just fast forward to next episode. Right. Um, I wonder if we'll get, you know, at every, like, mid-season finale, we've always gotten a, this is the person that died. Or, like, a major thing in the kind of building blocks of the rest of the season. So I wonder if we'll get that. But this episode tonight has me wondering... A lot, and I think the tension that we feel so much is because everyone's kind of talking about 
the same thing, but in different ways. Everyone seems to be talking about leaving mm-hmm. or moving away and doing this. So it's like you feel, obviously we know that this is the final season. So you feel this like tension because you're like, oh, is this what's actually going to happen to them? Is this going to be the end of their story? Like Frank and Bonnie moved to Oregon. Annalise, right. you know, has a different identity, whatever. <laughs> um, but I think the thing where you also feel tension is because how you were saying, like everyone's lying to each other. The issue is because I don't know who's actually lying. Exactly. Yeah. Normally like, we can tell, but like I cannot tell. Can y'all? I no, not at all. And yeah. that, But that's what made tonight so confusing for me. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know where to go, and the only real answer we got tonight comes down to Asher. So, I mean, I've okay. And this is this always happens, and you, if you guys are in a chat room constantly, week after week, you know this about me. My thoughts kind of develop as the show go on <laughs> because it, because yeah. it takes me a while to process. So I feel like as we go topic to topic, I'm gonna have some kind of aha, mm-hmm. and then. Maybe us talking together and having everybody in chat definitely helps us figure stuff out. People point stuff out to me all the time that I'm like, had no idea. Didn't even think about it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to start off talking about what I feel like is the craziest part of the episode and gives me the most questions is the whole Michaela, Solomon, Annalise, not love triangle, but triangle, love triangle kind of. Um, It's a little bit of a... Of a different scenario, because I think that we thought that, just like Annalise says toward the end, that this, you know, search for Michaela's dad was going to maybe end up in a different way. So now we have this whole other character bringing us all of this dimension. So it's not even that, like, okay, we didn't, it didn't go down how we thought it was going to go down, but now it's like... And Elise is involved. And guess what? They used to date. And guess what? Now he's going to maybe help her move away. So we, at the beginning of the episode, um, we find out that Solomon basically has asked Annalise to get Michaela to come to her house. Did y'all think that was a setup or did you know, or did you think like, okay, this is legit. She's just trying to get him to come for, or get her to come for good reasons. I don't know. That's the thing. I honestly, this episode, and this is also why you guys have to stay for our predictions because Part of me is not trusting her at all. Mm-hmm. And so just with him showing up at the house and him showing up to the firm as well. And you mean Annalise when you say not trusting or Emma Kayla? I don't trust Annalise. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't trust her right now. Um, but what did I tell you guys? I told you she's going to change her name and she's going to move away to another country. Or I she's going it. to try. I'm just get these glasses off. I feel like they're like blinding, like blinding <laughs> me. But yeah, I just, I feel like it's, it's just all so skeptical. First of all, Solomon has some nerve. Like, saying, Michaela, I want to be your dad, and I want to be a father. But also, I feel like Michaela is confused, too, because mm-hmm. she's thinking he is everything that a father would be. And it's like, you really don't know that. Right. You really don't know that. So, it's just, <laughs> it's just perfect timing. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's I, it's just it's all up in the air, but I don't trust Annalise. Yeah. Um, and I just, this whole Solomon-Michaela uh, thing, I feel like it's going to get messy. And part of me was like, who is in that coffin? It's so many things. That it could be. I yeah. think it's already messy, but when it comes down to Solomon and Michaela, I think what I love the most about tonight is the fact that Michaela wasn't shy about calling things out. Like, mm-hmm. even when she found out about Annalise and Solomon, she was like, are you my mother? Right. Like, those jabs. Like the book. Are you my are mother? You my- <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> those little jabs and everything like that that was coming from Michaela made the dynamic between them a little less awkward. Yeah. It's still messy because Annalise could very much so be Michaela's daughter and we had no idea. Right. You know what I mean? Like, d- doubt that happened because we know Annalise's 
pregnancy history to an extent. Right. But I appreciated how much Michaela was able to just stand her ground when it came to Solomon Mm -hmm. and not necessarily crawl back so soon to Annalise. It was interesting when Annalise texted her at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was going to be about Solomon. I didn't think that. I didn't think that the show would give us the three of them in the same room. Same. Right. I didn't either. I I just thought that we would never get it. I didn't think that we would have the opportunity for Michaela to confront Annalise and also confront Solomon, her her dad, at the same time. That was great. One of my most favorite moments of the entire episode is when they're at Annalise's house in this beginning and, or in the beginning, and they were, she's like, why do you want to be in my life? Because it's been a question that we've wondered, like, okay, why does he just want to be in her life at this point? And this is where, throughout the episode, I feel like we kind of learn more because he's made it seem like, you know, he's admitted to Michaela. obviously. I Yes, I did know who you were and that you were alive, basically. Um, but your mom asked me to stay away, and then, yeah, I stayed away. That was a big regret. But then it seems like he stayed away on his own later in the episode. But when Michaela says to him, she's like, why do you want to be in my life? You know, why weren't you there for all of these years? I was at first confused because I was like, I thought they ended on a good note last episode. Obviously, they ended with him giving her a check. Mm -hmm. But I was like, she seemed happy that he did that because it was like, okay, I don't care. But then, obviously, the conversation that they had, which I loved, and I love that she straight up called him out for for all of this. um, I, I just, I wasn't expecting it anyway. I think she thought about it more because we left off with her in the bed with Connor mm-hmm. contemplating what to do with this blank check, realizing that she's the same age that he was when he conceived her right. and if she would have chosen herself or a child. So we kind of had that and I think she was in the, she was processing it. Mm-hmm. So I understand that she got to a point where she was like, yeah, like she, like, what we didn't see, probably, likely, mm-hmm. my assumption, is that she got to a point where she was just like, still not okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure, because I think she's like, I want my dad more than this money. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the money is great, but it's it's only going to fill a void but for so long. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like, for him, I just, again, I think he just has some nerve. All of a sudden, he's going above and beyond to show, I'm going to be this dad, I'll give you the money, I'm going to show up here, I want to do this here for you, and it's like... You haven't been here all this time. I don't Mm -hmm. think he is a good person. And I love that she called him out. And I love that Annalise, most importantly, called him out and said this whole feminist bullcrap. We were all thinking it. Yeah. You know, and I think he still has something up his sleeve. So it's all just so up in the air. And we still don't really know enough about Michaela's mom. So, yeah, it's a lot. And also, just with Annalise, we don't know the timing of when they dated Mm -hmm. and how that goes with when... You know, when she knew, um, well, I guess she would have known, you know, Kristoff, Wes, but just when she was going to have her own baby. It's all very confusing. uh, My main question about this whole thing is, do you think that he's actually there to be her dad or to be in her life? Or do you think he had, or it's actually for some ulterior motive? I think we all can agree he has some other motive in some way, but like, ultimate goal is he there to be her dad or is it for another reason after tonight yeah i think that it's a little 50 50 mm-hmm. i do still think that he's trying to protect his reputation and his job and etc but i after seeing a certain side of him when and we'll get to it a little later yeah i understand from that scene that he does also want to be in her life. He does want to father her to an extent and unfortunately for him he just doesn't know how yeah. Like he he doesn't know how to be a dad and maybe it comes down to the saying of how like guys mature way later than women or something like that. I I, I think he just 
I'm, I would I wouldn't be surprised if we had another season or you know a lot more time with the show and the characters. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he had his own daddy issues that led up to him being in this so position with Michaela. Well, it's confusing though because throughout the episode, I, I'm right there with you. But throughout the episode, he to me anyway seems legit. He seems to actually want to be her dad, and he is kind of willing to take. You know, she's dropping bomb after bomb after bomb. Everything that she's saying. These are very hurtful things. I mean, granted, there are things that happened to him, but it's or that happened to her. But she's like, "You made me live with this. You made me, you know." The, oh God, when she said the thing about her teachers wanting to put her in a special ed class because she wouldn't Ooh, talk because girl. people were so uh, racist toward her, and yeah. like literally, her the teachers thought that she needed to be in a special ed class. Like, she's a genius. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? That's common though. Too. And, absolutely, mm-hmm. and he took all of that. And then I think throughout the episode, when Annalise says, you know. You need to chase her. He's chasing her. He is kind of making himself in a, in a couple of situations look not like a fool, but like not like a, you know, the person that he is, not like this, you know, multimillionaire or whatever. Um, and the fact that he is kind of willing to go above and beyond and do all of these quote unquote illegal things to help Annalise just so she will get Michaela to talk to him. Doesn't that make him more legit right there? I don't know. Laura Wright in the chat says he knows how to be a dad at the end of the episode. Don't make excuses for that scrub. She's talking to me because I was like maybe he doesn't know Thank how to be you. a dad. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And then Adrena Car- Carissa also says everybody is so moral now. Too late. But she also said too late. So I'm you know I'm trying to emphasize. Right. No facts <laughs> on that. Only because um, like I get what both of you are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he is trying but no one changes overnight. No. So I don't think I feel like it is part of a charade. Mm-hmm. First of all, he got subpoenaed by the Castillos, so that's already putting him in a pickle. He has this reputation to uphold. He has all this money. Michaela just asked for an amount. Annalise just asked for an amount. He's trying to save his ass. That's what I think he's but trying the, to do. The subpoena from the Castillos didn't happen until way later. But that's what I'm saying. I think he's you know because when he talked to Michaela at the very end of the episode, yeah, he looked like he was freaking out. He did as if his life, not only his life but Michaela's life. So he's like, well, damn, my daughter that all of a sudden came out of nowhere and now all of a sudden I care about her. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I want to do all these things for her. You know what I mean? Like, Michaela was right. You you could have seen her all these years ago. He's a grown man with all this money and all this access. Mm-hmm. He wanted nothing to do with it. And Annalise called it out when they first had their phone conversation mm-hmm. after whatever, how many, however many years. But yeah, I just, I don't trust him. Um, I know he's trying to do better, but yeah. again, he can only do but so much. He doesn't know how to be a dad. I mean, it's just like when Annalise and Michaela have the conversation, which was also set up by Solomon. But he, it's like he doesn't know what else to do other than like, okay, she won't listen to me, so let me use what I know will work. He knows that Annalise is a big influence over Michaela, even though Michaela, you know, hates Annalise half the time. But in the conversation that Annalise and Michaela have, even I was like, okay, you're making me feel something right now. When she was like, you looked for him for this amount of time. Are you, you she, know, she are you going exactly against what him to say. for this? Or are you, you know, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Right. I don't think she was actually trying to really, like, talk her into anything. But she knows what to say. She but knows what to say. But why, why is he trying to get her to do that if he doesn't care? It's not that he doesn't, doesn't care. Him. It's that he knows that Annalise, ha- like you said, has this influence over Michaela. Yeah. He also knows 
to listen to Annalise when it comes to certain things. So Annalise says, you need to chase her. He's like, I'm trying to chase her. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is that he's already doing with everyone, what everyone always does to Annalise. Mm-hmm. They come to her, they use her, they take her advice, and as soon as something doesn't look right or doesn't go the way that they want it to go, so as soon as he got into that pickle when it came to the whole Castillo's, mm-hmm. It was, okay, Annalise, I can't listen to you anymore. I'm going to tell you about your life. You this, 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 and that. Now you got my daughter in trouble. And it's like, wait a minute, calm down. Mm -hmm. Because you just needed me to, like, even have a conversation with your daughter. Right. So it's just all so interesting. It's because he, technically, when we think about it, he has been trying for years. He's the one who reached out to Annalise whenever he found out that she was going to Middleton and everything. So he has been doing that but it's like we have to wonder why didn't he reach out then i mean maybe right. you know he could have his reasons whatever for what but. for what we know and also in that court case they brought up michaela's name right i think he was like hold up y'all know her name you guys know i have a daughter right so he's like this is oh, my ass on the line that. so that's why i feel like he was freaking out because like his whole demeanor changed like wait a minute you know her whole government yeah. and you know that she's involved with annalise on this so that's why he's like Get this together, not just for Michaela and her safety, because now all of a sudden she's in his life, but it's for his reputation. They all have a plan. Annalise has a plan yeah. for slave, Bonnie, Frank, all of them. Well, I hope they do, because it seems like it's about to get things real. are going awry. Um, I want to talk about the court case before we do. Jamie has something for us. Yes, before I set my tea, <laughs> um, I have to let you guys know we really do love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure before you go, and right now, right now, like this video, subscribe, leave a comment, hit up that live chat. Lena's going to shout you out. Um, not only do we have drama, we have our reality TV show uh, 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 channels. We have our drama channels. We have everything, reality TV, competition, anything you can think of. So your favorite shows, literally search it on our AfterBuzz channels and subscribe. Ring the bell for notifications, and you might see us on one of your favorite shows, and you might become a fan of someone else. So thanks for watching, and of course, if you're listening, five stars only. And like, 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 like. Good morning. Thank you for that soap opera music. (laughs) (laughs) Reading Rainbow. Um, Okay, this court case comes about because, you know, Frank is holed up at home, literally sitting in a bed. Okay, wait, Amber, before you make me talk about this court case, can we just have a moment for how insane it was? The fact that Annalise filed this restraining restraining order against Xavier, and then out of nowhere, they're like, well, we're going to put Solomon on the stand. We didn't even know what what do you mean we're gonna put Solomon on the stand it wasn't even just against Xavier it's against all of the the Castillos what do you mean you know about VIP results like what like what it was the most random thing but that's why it has to be connected to so much more the fact that I mean whenever even when he said he's like I've been subpoenaed they want me to appear to testify against you I was like what? Come again? Because it just didn't make sense to me. But the fact that he's involved with this, I mean, obviously, Annalise is asking him to disappear. So what does that tell us? The fact that they knew to subpoena what we would consider, obviously, a random person? They've clearly been tracking everything. And why did they not think that before? That's my main question, because... There was a time, there was a time a while ago, I don't know if you guys in the chat remember, when when the Castillos, when Jorge was around, and yeah. the Castillos were like on the prowl, where they were being very intentional about their communications, because they know that he owns this telecommunications, whatever right. he has. And so they, they were watching their steps, and out yeah. of nowhere, everyone just forgets. They started slacking, and honestly, I mean... 
Honestly, all caught. of them did. Frank started slacking just a little bit. I mean, he was still on it. Nate got more suspicious than ever. Bonnie was going through her thing. And Oliver, I mean, he's been getting high, having threesomes and baking cookies. So it's like they're all slacking. Like, they're tired. They're Why'd exhausted. Why'd you come for Oliver like and that? And I love <laughs> Oliver. We love Ollie. That's all he does is bake cookies, get high, have threesomes. and He, he hacks every now and again. I'm this like OG, but, but also Oliver, he but. messed up with Frank, so it's like he is slack and slapping. Jamie, slacking. like we said, Elena and I said last week when we laughed for forever about it, we're like, wait, so Oliver <laughs> is this major hacker, and he didn't wait six more seconds to see the girl turn around in the video to see that it wasn't Laurel. Right. And now we have Frank with like an eight-inch incision down his abdomen because of this, and he was electrocuted, like. Because he got high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. Because um, he got high. So, this court case, Annalise approaches them. She says, let's file a restraining order because, you know. <laughs> I think it's true. I have to laugh at Jamie, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> what we're not going to do is act like none of us heard this slur. <laughs> I tried to recover, but I couldn't. So, y'all y'all laugh with us. Yes. Um, so, she approaches them. She says, you know... Laurel's not there. We need to like take an offensive position because they've always just been on the defense. And she decides to file or gives them the idea of filing a restraining order against the Castillos. Or as Tegan says, the Castillos. The Castillos. The Castillos. She's very intense with how she says it. I love it. Um, Do you think this is a good idea or a bad idea for all the reasons that happened in the episode? I'm scared. And honestly, I don't know if anyone else felt this, but like even when Michaela was talking to her dad, Solomon Vic, I was like, is he going to get shot out of nowhere? Just like Wes's oh, dad? Yeah. Because whenever the Castillos are involved, like somebody's got to go out. And you saw what happened to Frank, his stomach, like that all that. Like it's yeah. just crazy. So that made me more worried, honestly. Even when Annalise was talking in the courtroom, mm-hmm. I, I remember saying I felt chills because. She was saying, you know, Your Honor, this is out of fear. Mm-hmm. Like I am here to you because I'm because I'm scared, and I believe her. Like I, I believe she has uh, some kind of handle on it. Yeah. But it's gotten to a point where, just like us, she's also confused. She doesn't know who to look at. She doesn't know where it's coming from necessarily. So she can't fight the way that she always fights because it's she's she's it's almost like she's being blinded. Like she's right. being blinded by some kind of light or whatever. And then we have twenty nine super C in the chat who says. That they want to believe that those passports are fake and are from the Castillos as well, which I wouldn't doubt because oh my that gosh. would be insane. Because if, if the whole if the whole courtroom scene is the Castillos lawyer saying we know about VIP results, she's trying to get fake identities, blah 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 blah. Do you think that the company will still deliver the passports and stuff? Like they've been exposed. This too much. <gasps> And you know what? Like she was, she was, she was freaking out. Like, and now when I think about the the passports, I'm like, it seems so easy, so effortless. They just come the next day. They're on her doorstep after it's been brought up by the same people she's running from. So if they know that she's getting these fake passports and stuff, like you know what I mean? I I think the fear is real, and I think that we should all be scared. And Justine, oh Justine, I like the name Justine though. It it fits her. I thought the court case was. I mean, not to say that she's not afraid at all, but I'm like, you are clearly... I thought she was just being the best actress ever, meaning like Annalise, not actually Viola Davis. Annalise is acting because she needs this restraining order. She needs attention to be drawn to them. She needs the opportunity to be able to get away. But more important than that is the fact that we can't forget she had this mysterious bank account that she was lying through her teeth for sure and said it was her C&G bonus, whatever, mm-hmm. that all of a sudden 
disappeared. She had $28 left in her, however much it was. So, like, who is that from? Is that from the Castillos? Did these passports actually show up because of that? I don't know. And that's why I was so confused because at first I was like, I think she got it, you know, from the Castillos or from some other case, whatever, and she's just been hiding it for herself. But that's why I thought when I saw the passports that maybe it wasn't the Castillos. Yeah. But now that this has been brought up, I'm confused again. Well, but okay, this is, we have to remember what the case actually did. It brings negative light on the Castillos. Clearly, because she, without a doubt, proved you are bugging our phone calls. I mean, she literally calls Bonnie after. She's like, tell everyone to destroy their your phones. They've been listening to us. She even, like, destroys her whole entire computer. Right. So if she's mm-hmm. working with them, I don't think she's going to have that kind of reaction. And I also don't think she's going to go that hard because it's, I mean, technically we didn't see the judge make the ruling. But obviously, you know, we can gather as much that they ruled in Annalise's favor. Um, because of her reaction after, of course. But if she is wit- in cahoots with them, then she... That's a throwback to JB right there. He used to say that all the time. Cahoots. cahoots. No, that, I, that's my word. Well, I, But it's my word there from we go. It's my too. word from then. I, I, love, I also love cahoots, so there we go. Uh, cahoots. But he used to say he said it all the time. That's why I said that. <laughs> um, but I just don't think she would have went that hard for them. Because, like, you can't bug people's telephones. Or that is why it wasn't a big deal before. And also, what do you mean? oh, go ahead. Yeah. Because if she, if she did receive the two hundred eight thousand dollars from the Castillos or from Laurel, she wasn't necessarily concerned that they were going to come back, come at her this hard, mm-hmm. or try to like kill Frank or whatever the case, because she was kind of in cahoots with them and she got that the money. So there was no need for her to destroy her laptop, destroy the phone, or tell anyone else to do it because. She was working with them to an extent. Right. So she felt some type of comfort until she did it. Makes it's sense. just it's just very interesting. And and also, um, I'm wondering like what it was that exact moment that the Castillos wanted to turn on Annalise. Like what exact is it something to do with Laurel and Kristoff? But I mean, just to also piggyback on Annalise just being shook in the court case and mm-hmm. being her own damn lawyer. I mean, think about it. She lost her baby due yeah. to some other client that she had that didn't like her service to them. Mm-hmm. This is her life. She's like, I don't want to go through this again. Honestly, I'm I'm tired. Of, like, she's over it. She wants a whole new life. Yeah. Well, I I gather that she wins. Do y'all? I mean, right? She wins. Yeah. She I mean, made a, a convincing case at the end to the judge. Guilt, right? Yeah. That, that judge was guilt trip. She said, uh, "Either you let them kill me or let me go." And, and I, I love that. What can you really say to that? Also, it's a restraining order. It's not like, you know, you're convicting them of a criminal case, whatever. Um, but when she walks out to Solomon after the fact, or Solomon approaches her. He's like, you have my daughter involved with this. What are you doing? You could have gotten me in trouble. And she essentially just goes off on him. She's like, how dare you? You can't be this type of person. But I think he clapped back harder than she did when he's like, wherever you end up, whether it be on an island or whatever or in a coffin, I hope you get rid of this hate that you have in in your heart. And even she was like... He would have got elbowed. I mean, I I don't know. Because I don't think that it's hate necessarily. Like, their tit for tat was, okay, this is why y'all didn't work when y'all hooked up or when y'all got in a relationship. But also, both of them are speaking from a place where they don't really know each other. Like, Solomon is speaking from a place where he hears Michaela's name and he hears the FBI and now he's going insane. Dude, your daughter's a murderer. Yeah. Like, so for him to come at Annalise like, oh, this is what you've been doing. Oh, this is how, like, you've been looking out for her. I felt offended when he said that because oh, the reality of it is Annalise has been keeping her safe, has been trying to keep her out of jail, has been trying to, you know, keep her on the right track. So I, I know that you're just coming in right. and that you hear FBI and all this and you're getting afraid. 
But why but we should have been involved in the first place. Exactly. Right. Why does everybody automatically blame it on Annalise? Like we say literally every week, she's the only one that has, hasn't actually killed somebody. So for her, for Yet. him to just, I mean, I get it, why he would. Mm-hmm. And it's not like she can give him any information. It's not like she can sit there and say, oh, I'm protecting her better than you think I've ever done. But like, it's not her fault. It's actually Michaela. Yeah. Right. It is what it is. Um, speaking of Michaela. Oh, Asher. Not oh, Asher. Oh. Jamie was not here for that scene, oh. and April and I was dying. She, I was Jamie like, was literally mine. shaking her head. Mine. She was like, I, I cannot, I cannot. I was I cannot. She didn't even look at the screen. She didn't. She was like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> Let me eat my candy. <laughs> drink, drink if, my you're, tea. if you're in chat right now, we want to know, are you here for Michaela and Asher, or are you not? I we was, know Jamie's ooh. answer. I was hoping Gabriel would show up and be like, yeah. Michaela? But I was like, it's too cliche. But he probably did. He was yeah. probably smiling, and then, like, since y'all had a camera on me, oh. I I can't uh, run y'all. He probably yeah. got there and the also, thing. wait, w- just to refresh my memory, w- was that in Michaela's apartment? Michaela's. Bedroom, okay, yeah. so I was like, if that was in Asher's, that's right next door to her. Like, no. and also, Michaela had gone to Asher's apartment, knocked on it before, G- and then Gabriel popped out. I'm like, Gabriel, you didn't just see her about to uh, knock on her ex's door. That's what like, was confusing to me because she went to Asher's apartment, seemingly to be like, I want to be with you or whatever. And then but she then ended up making up with Gabriel, and it's like. So, what what game are you playing here, Michaela? <laughs> but, Elena, are you here for Michaela and Asher? Uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> She's like, I don't want to say... Because I don't know. Jamie. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really care, honestly. Like, I don't think that Michaela and Asher are, like, the power couple. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do think that they get each other. Yeah. In ways that Michaela and Gabriel do, don't get each other. But I also believe that Michaela and Gabriel could be a power couple. I mean, he made a case for himself tonight when he walked up and he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the person that you are going to wish you introduced your dad to. And I have no doubts, but maybe like he has, actually, I was going to say he has too many aspirations and so does she. So like, can you put that together? Absolutely you can. You just have to take somebody who can be truly happy for another person and their accomplishments. But in that moment, I was like, oh, I'm here for Gabriel. And then it just switched all around because I, I, I don't know. Corey uh, Tomes, Tombs in the chat room says, Michaela always does this every time she gets stressed. Yeah. And she does. So I she wasn't does. surprised when she was all over Asher. Also, just want to point out that there are so many people watching live right now. Yay! And a lot of new names in the chat. So make sure you leave a comment because I definitely want to know your opinions on the show and what you have to say. I can't believe y'all are hanging out with us on Halloween night. Right? Let yeah. us know what you're yeah. dressed up Actually, I can believe it because y'all are awesome. Yes. Um, and it's a murder show, so very <laughs> Very Halloween, Halloween appropriate. Yes. But I agree because Michaela does seem to act out when she starts to get confused. Right. Okay, not only that, she attracts trauma. Granted, we don't know necessarily all the trauma and, like, triggered people, like, from her first fiancé, which I'll save it for... Actually, I'm just going to say it now. What if he comes back? He's not. Like, what if they subpoena him and, like, they ask him questions? You just never know. Because remember, there was all that drama before they were going to get married and his family was like, "Uh uh-uh. Right. But But she was clean then. She was innocent then. She was just annoying. Kind of. She had just killed Sam at that point, right? Remember? Like, she had lost the ring. before that, but I don't remember. Oh, right. Okay. Well, anyway... If he does come back, Ooh, but child. I was just saying with uh, with uh, with Asher and with Gabriel, it's the trauma. Like you know, with Gabriel and, and him not knowing his dad, I feel like Gabriel feels like he can connect with Michaela. Yeah, but their situations are different. Asher and Michaela relate on another trauma level, so she just attracts traumatic 
it's, dies in her life. It's also because, though, Asher and Michaela have been through it together. Mm-hmm. So when all of the things were happening with Asher and his family, Michaela was there. She was able yeah. to see his breakdown and vice versa. When Michaela has been through this up and down, Asher was able to see that as well, starting from the breakup with her ex-fiance. Yeah. Right. So they've when you grow with someone, there's a certain connection that you have yeah. that no matter who who comes in that's new, would it, they wouldn't be able to replace that. You know what I mean? Right. They can understand it. Right. Um, Asher's family drama is just on in full force tonight. Um, I feel like the most important thing in talking about this situation is, you know, okay, his sister comes. She's having fun. She needs to get away from their mom, whatever. But their, Asher and Chloe's mom is clearly on another level. Loose messed girl. up. Right now. Chloe was out of pocket tonight. She was. She was. Period. Chloe. Not in my like, no. That's just it. She was no. out of pocket. But to see him have this moment with his mom where she, it seems like, okay, I'm actually going to try to make things better even though you abandoned me after my dad died, whatever. I'm like, oh, things are on the up and up. I'm liking these scenes between the two of them or the three of them technically, I guess, mm-hmm. until the very end when they're at this dinner and she says, please forgive Asher for his sins. And I, you know, Chloe tries to get him to not say anything because, you know, you like we said, we can clearly see she's in a bad way, but he confronts her. Do you think it's right for him to confront her or should he have just like backed down and been like, okay, never mind. You're not Good for well. him. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Because the more that you push under the rug, mm-hmm. the more that you let these comments slide, the bigger the animosity grows. Like the reason he was able to slap that plate off the chair and he's so angry is because these are all things that he's never said before. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he's finally allowing his feelings to come out. And in my opinion, they will be able to grow and move forward from it. But also, mom, Asher's mom, she needs to know, like, I understand that you're depressed and that you're in this state, but mm-hmm. I am still your child. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only one going through life. You're not the only one but hurt. Like, we are all experiencing life at the same time. And bottom line is, you weren't there. Right. And that's what he said when he's like, you know, you want to talk about depressed? You're sitting here thinking about killing yourself? He's like... I thought about killing myself because of you. You blamed me for this. You blamed me for my dad's death. You said I was lying. Like, can you imagine hearing that as a child? So I was, I thought it was the right move for him to confront her. And I was like, this is good. This makes me like Asher more because it just gives us a little more depth other than him just trying to be the funny character all the time. I am worried that it's going to push his mom over the edge. And that's obviously what Chloe was worried about. But I think in that moment, he was just like, this has to be said. How dare you sit here and still blame me? Right. And, like, she tries to play it off by saying, but I'm not angry at you anymore. I don't care if you're angry at me. You blame me for the thing that I didn't do. I she doesn't know. even know, like, her emotions. And, honestly, I didn't ex- I didn't expect anything less from Asher. Yeah. He is a cannon ready to explode. You know, we've seen this happen many times. And... We already see from the upcoming previews that it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, with his mom, I, I, he also, like, again, he comes from trauma, and um, I think that his family it just runs in the family. The mom is probably thinking, like, I knew my husband before I knew my kids, and I think a lot of married couples, no matter how long they've been married, like, once your kids, you, ha- you have your empty nest and they're grown, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm done with these crazy-ass kids, I will live my life with you, my husband, and now that her husband's gone, it's like... It's literally just her and right. these spoiled ass kids. So she probably doesn't, and she knows her kids are crazy. She doesn't like the daughter as much. She, you know, she's not as fond of the, of the daughter, and she knows Asher is crazy. Mm-hmm. So 
she's probably giving up on life too. I mean, they all kind of need to be in the loony bin. But the, describing Asher as a canon is the best thing because he he's literally canon. just he autom- he always seemed like he's just like ready to blow. And I honestly, I, I felt like the glass shattering was a little uncalled for. Like I get it, but it's like yeah. your mom is crazy, and this is not your house. That is right. not your glass. The tossing of the plate, I'm like, you know, that was expensive. If you've ever bought plates before, you know. Asher's dramatic, though. He's a child. I didn't expect anything less. And I'm happy that he stood up for himself. I'm just not happy that it it landed him in Michaela's room. Like, yeah. So, and and maybe, and maybe that's the question here is how, why is she allowing Asher to disrespect her relationship with Gabriel so much? Because I don't think she, at this moment, respects her relationship with Gabriel. Or herself. Three hours ago, she was trying to break up with him. But even when they were at Kaplan and Gold and Solomon, like, popped up on Michaela and they both tried to introduce themselves to Solomon... When Gabriel came in and was like, oh, you need to forgive me and blah, blah, blah. Like, Asher was sitting there co-signing and saying all these things. And if that's your man, you don't let your ex-dude just talk sideways out the mouth. So did we just answer our own question? Why else would she let Asher do that? Because she's in love with him and they gonna end up together. Great. All right. Uh, I was about to say. I think we just answered it, but it's fine. Well, that makes me not happy then. Well, and we'll she is falling in I, I also, I think they're trying to give us these moments of like all of them talking about the y- y'all are my family. Asher saying like th- they're not my family. You are. All of these other people. They're doing that because it's the final season. They want us, you know, to feel this. We have three of the five keeping five left. So, you know, they want to give us these like lovey dovey moments. But who knows if we'll end up together? But also, before you move on to the final topic, yeah. Um, Asher needed to throw that plate off the table because of the fact that we we see him with blood on his shirt. So we needed to know that he is capable of losing his temper the way that he does or the, the way, way that he, he did. did. Before, yeah. So that we could remember, oh, you are capable of being a killer, just right. like you ran over that lady. If you mm-hmm. throw a plate, are you capable of being a killer? Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but yeah. I've never actually thrown a plate, but I don't. Have you thrown me. anything? Uh, no. <laughs> That's what she's wanting to say. I, I, yeah, she didn't want to say I no. Know, I know, I was trying it. to think. And I'm like, I don't think I actually have. I like Chinkies. Knocked something off the table. Um, okay, Asher's other ex, Bonnie. Not it, other ex. Right. You are petty. Other ex. Yeah. The other That's woman. Other you are petty for that, though. Short-lived. Whatever. He used that girl. Asher's he did. other he ex. Um, Bonnie is... I, you know, I'm feeling a little bad for Bonnie tonight. Yeah. Because she's going through it. Mm-hmm. She's getting fired from Kaplan and Gold because Tegan finds out that <sighs> she basically tried to work there because she wanted to be Nate's spy. By the way, all the stuff happening with Nate tonight and Cora and she and her straight so up calling good. him out. Uh, Tegan going to confront him. Do you think Tegan's innocent? Do you think... Ooh, that's a good question. I, well, okay, so there's a lot of things that we could accuse Tegan of, but is Tegan involved enough with the Castillos to where she would have had something to do with his dad's murder. I don't think so. No, I don't think so I don't think so because she's about to go to bat Mm -hmm. for Nate Sr. to prove that she did it. Um, I don't think that she would put herself in that situation with Nate necessarily. I think she would play her cards a little differently. When it comes to Nate and Cora, good for Cora for, you know, snooping out that Nate was trying to spy or get questions. Like, I'm proud of her for that, Mm -hmm. but also, as I said at the beginning of the show, she confused me on this episode because of the way that she was questioning Tegan about Annalise. Like, if Tegan likes Annalise or not, I was just like, that's not your place. Like, you you walked out the door, so deliver this recording and bye. I liked that she was there. Like, literally last week, I think I said, why why are we seeing this about Mm -hmm. this character? I don't care enough about you to see all of this. I care enough about Tegan, but... 
I, I mean, I guess we learned tonight because I really liked the moments with her and her, you know, she got the recording, whatever. I mean, I love Nate probably more than anyone, but I was like, you know, I don't think maybe Tegan's guilty of other things, but I don't think she's actually guilty of this. And I think all of this needed to happen to kind of put Nate in his place, but really it needed to happen because we needed to see some sort of like justification or Nate get some sort of justice because he's never going to rest until he does. Um, But she was confusing with her feelings with the Annalise stuff. Tegan didn't answer, but, like, we've always thought Tegan had a little thing. I mean, and I think she does, but I don't think it's actually in, like, a sexual way. I think it revealed that she likes Annalise to an extent, but also kudos to Tegan for confronting Bonnie. Yeah. And for firing Bonnie. Yeah, she needs to be fired. bye. Like, okay, now I caught on to what you were doing. That's it. And Tegan. I love Tegan so much. The way that Bonnie kind of, like, walked away like a little sad sack. I was like, oh, that's that's Bonnie this episode. It's her almost the whole entire season so far. Like she's there taking care of Frank. She gets fired and she's like, womp womp. I, I, I just it, I though. took the whole week off. No, you got fired. That's huh? also her that's second cute. time being fired and second time lying about it because she did lie to Frank about that. I know yeah. we'll get to that eventually. But with Tegan, I feel like even just from last episode, that was her way of showing us like who Tegan is yeah. and you know just more about her vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. So I liked that they did that, and I liked that Cora stood her ground too. So, and you can't expect anything less from Tegan. She's going to be with a stand-up woman as well, who's like at her caliber, and I think that she really does just admire. Annalise. I don't think it's anything more at this point. I agree. Um, Before we move on to our special segments, uh, at the end of the episode, Frank says, Bonnie, let's move to Oregon like we thought we were going to do. How do you feel about that? He's high. It's just, I mean, yeah, but even when he came off his high, he was like, I meant it. I just feel like they're trying to force Frank and Bonnie on us, and it's a little bit annoying. Yeah, we've never loved Frank and Bonnie. And then to even find out that Bonnie chose Connor because of his essay, and then she revealed that Frank chose Laurel, so it was almost like Frank was choosing to, like, choose, like, destined, I don't know, destined himself to end up with Laurel, and Bonnie knows this, and we know this. Right. And they're still trying to force the relationship on us. It's just annoying. We can't really. And maybe that. he knew like the power of the Castillos then, because Frank is in that world. He wants someone that relates to him. Him and Bonnie, I feel like they're the only ones out of that entire group that get each other. Yeah. So I think that's why they do their thing. But yeah, I just the whole situation. It's like I just I don't trust it. Frank, I think was high, and I think if you really wanted Bonnie a couple seasons ago, you literally left her high and dry after y'all smushed. So, what is this change of heart now? Smushed. Right. You're high. And Bonnie, why are you willing to fall for it? Because she's vulnerable. She did it with Sam. She did it with Asher. She did it with, like, two, three other men. <laughs> I mean, we all love Frank, though, so what's not to love, yeah. I guess, at this point. Um, okay, that's our episode. We want to move on to our special segments. Let's do some Keating's Best. Yes! Okay, so I'm going to take over for CJ. CJ. Aha, you are Patina! Yeah. All right, guys, so this is our Keating's Best <laughs> segment. Um, so pretty much, you get to choose your favorite character, our MVP character, and tell us why they are your Keating's Best. So while you ladies think, I'm just going to give you mine. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Mine is Michaela. You're the real MVP. Yes! (laughs) She is. She's my Keating's best because I feel like, honestly, Michaela has been through the fire. Yeah. She literally went from not knowing her dad at all to thinking that he was alive and in jail to then thinking that he was dead to then meeting her dad who was this rich dude, rich public figure, to then, you know, being kind of used for, like, chump change and then having this father. But then at the end of this episode, she stood her ground and she said, you know what? I don't want to see you again. Now, whether that's from hurt in her heart or whatever, 
I was proud of her for standing her ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm I agree with that. Her. That would that would have been my Keating's best, but to switch it up a bit, I'm gonna give it to Gabriel tonight. You're a real MVP. <laughs> and 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 not because he's a real MVP, because you know I don't really like Gabriel that much, but I respect him in his position when it comes down to his relationship with Michaela. Yeah. I respect that he's never afraid to run away from the hard topics, that he is able to say, listen, we're going to do the mature thing. The mature thing is to talk about it. It's to work through it. It's to forgive me because, you know, whatever. So, Gabriel gets my Keating's best for tonight. Love that. Love that. Um, mine would have also been Michaela. So, yes. I guess Michaela is just the MVP Get it, Michaela. But, um... Maybe to play a little devil, devil's advocate, I'm actually going to give it to Solomon. Oh, because I, I thought take about that. Some of the other stuff out of it, I do appreciate that he, uh, for whatever reason he is, he is trying in whatever way. Seriously, he's trying. Solomon. He's trying in some kind of way. Um, okay, let's do some news and gossip. Well, keeping it short tonight, just to give you guys some news. Peter Nowak is having a new show that comes out on Freeform, and it's called Up Close Up, and it's going to be this super suspenseful drama, and I I feel like it's going to give us a little bit of how to get away with murder, but in a completely different sense. Um, They're shooting the pilot. It's obviously going to be on a different network. We're used to seeing his work on ABC, Mm -hmm. but this time we're going to be able to watch it on Freeform. It's going to be a part of the Disney TV studio, so if you are one of the people who are gearing gearing up to have Disney, you know how they have the new streaming platform. I am pretty sure that it's going to be available on there, and we kind of just love his shows. We love the thought that he puts in, the characters that he brings on, the talent that he brings on. So we want to make sure to keep an eye on that and to pay attention to Close Up on Freeform. And that's all for our news and gossip. Let's do some quick predictions. 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 After Buzz TV predictions. Why did we sing that? (laughs) We gotta get our album or our EP. We're gonna sing in mood tonight. Also, sign us, please. (laughs) Um, Let us know in chat what y'all's predictions are, of course. Um, my, I'm just going to go bold, season long. I actually think that Annalise, for sure, is helping Laurel in some way or helped her. And I don't think she is murdered, as we see at her funeral. I think it was a fake funeral and that she's alive. My prediction is that Asher kills Gabriel. Because I also think that, yeah. his whole hot for uh, Michaela and Gabriel's not going to be here for it. They're going to get into some fights and mm-hmm. Asher's going to lose his cool and say bye. Yeah. Or he accidentally kills Michaela. Asher's a murderer. No, my we know prediction she's is that. Alive. Yeah, she's alive. Oh, yeah, because she was in the. the, the okay, so yeah, he yeah. kills Gabriel. That's my prediction. Like it. So it's so crazy because I'm like, when we see him come through that room, I don't know. So I'm like, either Asher killed Gabriel or I was like, did he kill his mom? Because maybe his mom pissed him off. And I know yeah. that his mom may not be in the uh, casket, but like, what if it was a closed casket? Yeah. And it is his mom. And he was just like, I'm over you, mom. But another, <laughs> one, another one is a question that I had that we'll just, I'll throw out in the air. Bonnie had stated, she said that she needs more time. To, to do get, something. To and get like, over Ron and, and stuff. But, like, but like to do what? Because she didn't say specifically. It was, like, at the very end, she was like, I'm going to need more time. And we're like, to, to do what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like everyone has something up their sleeve. Bonnie and Frank were lying to each other. So I don't even trust them together. They're not going to Oregon. Um, and if they do, they'll either end up together or one of them's going to die. And Annalise, I hope you make it to Canada or wherever the heck you're going safely. <laughs> She's got, she needs to be like on some island or something. Yeah. Canada is too close. We do have That's Laura true. Wright who says that her Keating's best for the night was Asher for telling his mama off. Love and it. then 
um, SPNN4 who gave it to Annalise for just standing her ground. So she's yeah. always the MVP. Right. She is. Right? Right. Um, well, thank y'all so much for joining us. Another great episode, obviously. Only yes. two more episodes until the mid season finale. That's so crazy. Is it really only yeah. two? Which is just insane. That's wild. I know. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. You can find us all everywhere at AfterBuzz TV. You can find me everywhere at April with some hands. And you can follow me on all social platforms at Hammerscore. Hey, it's Lay. And you can find me, Jamie, a.k.a. Velma, ah! on my post. Think about it. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I. Awesome. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 